You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Three Mall. Hey everyone, it's Cole, and you probably heard us talk about the possibility that Will Howard was likely to enter the transfer portal on yesterday's post-game show, on the Monday post-game show for the Iowa State game that we did on KCSN. We hinted at it on the back half of that podcast, but we didn't want to come out and uh, be at the forefront of that. We wanted to let Will make the official announcement, despite us having said for the last few weeks it was likely that Will was going to move on. We learned that Will Howard officially entered the portal yesterday, not going to play in the bowl game for Kansas State, and it'll be Avery Chotson as the starting quarterback. And so we posted a podcast on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash 3maw on Monday evening, did an instant reaction podcast that's a little more than 40 minutes discussing Will Howard. Moving on, what that means for K-State, looking ahead to the Avery Johnson era, looking ahead to some of the young talent that'll play in the bowl game, then also... And we also learned yesterday, and this was no surprise to us either, that running back Treshawn Ward entering the transfer portal. Um, and so is Shane Porter, Jake Rubley, another quarterback, Adrian Lara, another quarterback, three quarterbacks in total enter the transfer portal, which means K-State will have Jacob Knuth and Avery Johnson as returning quarterbacks on next year's roster, depending upon who else they bring in, in addition to high school quarterback Blake Barnett. So uh, we wanted to do a podcast about that on our Patreon page last night, again, patreon.com. Slash three mall. We posted a lot of inside info on our Discord channel, kind of a message board channel on our Patreon page as well. That's linked there. That includes you know names of guys that we expect to enter the portal still, or guys that have entered the portal, and just updates and news and info there. And uh, you can come and join and engage directly with us there. A lot of our Patreon subscribers interact with each other's game day threads and a bunch of other neat content on that Discord channel. Again, want to emphasize this is just bonus content. It's bonus content to what we already do on KCSN, and we appreciate everything that KCSN does for us. Just five bucks a month for the bonus content at patreon.com slash three mom. Go check it out, and you can get the full episode over there. But here's the first 20 minutes or so of that of the podcast on our Patreon page talking about the impact of Will Howard transferring, moving on, and what it means. Appreciate all of you. Appreciate KCSN, and appreciate the fine folks at Holiday Distillery who support the pod and home field apparel as well that support us over here at KCSN. Thank you all and enjoy the pod. All right, here we are. Uh, Patreon pod. Will Howard uh, hitting the portal edition. If you listened to the uh, three ma that aired earlier today, you already had a, a pretty good inclination that this was something that was going to be coming. But I know for a lot of people, uh, it is it is a bit jarring to see Will Howard in the portal. Uh, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll tackle this from like all, all the angles and what is being heard and said right now about others entering the portal? I, I guess just to recap, Treshawn Ward is in the portal. I think that's a name that may may surprise some. I don't think it came as a huge surprise to us, and uh, certainly we can get to him. Shane Porter also in the portal, a uh, special teams guy, obviously the the brother of Seth Porter. Um, uh, he's the one that blocked the punt at Texas, right? She yep. got it. Yeah, Shane um, got it. Shout out to Shane for that. Who else? Am I missing somebody? Uh, oh, Jake, Jake. Rubley. Jake Rubley. You're right. Thank you. Thank you, D.Y. Uh, Jake Rubley, also in the portal, which uh, also does not come as a surprise. So let's start with the Will News and uh, tackle that and kind of work our way down the food chain as far as those go. Um, look, the reality is 
you were not going to be able to keep both of those quarterbacks for another year. I mean, it's just in college football in 2023, that's not a situation that's going to happen because guys are able to transfer and guys are able to make money. So even if, and and that's kind of the two-pronged thing here, right? Like if you wanted to keep both, first of all, you're going to have to be shelling out a bunch of money. You're going to be paying two guys QB1 money, which at K-State, they're competitive in the NIL game, but that's kind of a waste of resources, not something that you can probably do. So even if you were somebody that really hoped there was a way to pull that off, that's not what's going to be best for the team ultimately because you're pulling a lot of resources away there to pay two quarterbacks. And then beyond that, if you're not going to be able to pay both guys QB1 money, like guys can go leave for free and not only get playing time, but get more money somewhere else. And for Will, we've already seen on three has him ranked as the top player in the portal right now. Now, you know, there's a limited amount of guys that are there, but he's going to be a guy that has a lot of options uh, in the transfer portal, I think is the point there. So it just, to me, was like a pretty obvious, this is going to be best for everybody sort of move. I mean, maybe the best, best case scenario if your K-State fan would have been that Will played well enough that he could be on NFL radars enough to to just go to the league and you wouldn't have to worry about him playing somewhere else. But like, it, it, with college football set up the way it is in 2023, these are tough decisions that will have to be made. And it is tough. I mean, look, it's Cole, you said it earlier in our chat, like you see him rated as the number one guy in the portal and all of a sudden you're like, oh man, like what? So it's a little conflicting, but like you can't sacrifice three years of Avery Johnson when you know what you have sitting there with him and, and the talent that he has uh, at the expense of getting one more year of Will Howard. I So that's just difficult decisions by everybody. And I will say credit to Will for how he handled it all and the fact that he seemed to really understand that that was kind of the reality of the situation. So uh, I'll give the floor to you, D.Y., but that's that's my intro spiel here on just the situation and the reality of uh, of what K-State and Will Howard were all looking at. Yeah, I think you, you probably said it best. There's probably not a whole lot of color that I could provide to that. I would say that there's no bad blood between Will Howard and Kansas State. Uh, you saw the message from Will Howard that he posted on social media. I, mean, I think they're ending still on good terms. Well, now they're ending before the bowl game. That's because Will Howard wants to focus I'm finding his next destination and kids, they wants to focus on turning the next page and perhaps building some momentum and a springboard for next season. And they can only do that with Avery Johnson under center since he is the future of the program. And like you said, you can't, you weren't going to keep both another year. If you were going to push to keep Will Howard, then, you know, the reverse is probably true. Avery Johnson's in the portal and you really can't afford that. And Will Howard's already gave four years to this program. This year's probably falls a little shy, right, of, of what the expectations probably were. It's a good time to kind of go your own separate paths. But again, no bad blood. I To, to this minute, um, as we're recording this on a Monday evening, just past 6 o'clock, I still anticipate his younger brother, Ryan Howard, siding with Kansas State next month. So um, I think that's a good illustration and example of where things still lie between the two sides. Um, and I think... This is going to work out for both sides. And I, you know, we discussed it, Mason Voth and I on the KSO show is, and and I compared it akin to professional free agency. And let's be honest, this is essentially what that has become in this day and age of college football. You know, when we're watching MLB free agency, NFL free agency, NBA free agency, you often hear the term, the phrase, a change of scenery and what that can do for someone. Um, we'll see if that's probably the case for Will Howard. I'm sure that he was ready 
for a change of scenery just because of, you know, he always says like in every interview, everything that I've went through. So maybe a fresh start for him will make him feel a little bit more re-energized and not always reminded of, you know, the adversity that he always had to endure while at Kansas State. And if you're Kansas State, you know, you kind of get to show off your your new shiny toy that you were able to put on display, you know, a time or two this year in Avery Johnson. So I think this is a good thing for both sides and probably something that had to be done. And we'll kind of get into it even more probably in the running back spot. But I, I think you're, you also hit the nail on the head when it comes to NIL, which in effect is almost starting to become a salary, right? Or Kansas State, that situation wasn't tenable. Because, I mean, we all know this, at least the three of us, and I'm sure most of the general public. When it comes to NIL, Avery Johnson was making far more than Will Howard this past year. And to do that again probably just wasn't something that was going to be navigable. Yep. You guys hear me okay, by the way? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I agree with everything you said. And D.Y., we got wind of this yesterday. You, in a text with us, let us know this was going to transpire. You reported on it yesterday on KSO that Will Howard was going to end up moving on, probably not going to play in the bowl game. And I think we all agree that that's probably what's for the best if we knew that Will Howard wasn't going to come back, which we knew. Um, earlier this year, we've hinted at it, that there was a sense he wasn't going to return. What's best for both parties is Will gets a jump on things in the transfer portal, finds the best destination for him, and K-State gets a chance to springboard its offense and give Avery Johnson all the first-team reps in practice. You know, we always heard about the importance of bowl reps and practice time with Bill Snyder. He always emphasized that. And I kind of started to roll my eyes at that a little bit at the end because I think a lot of players just don't even care about the bowl anymore necessarily. But when you have a young nucleus like an Avery Johnson and some of these young freshman receivers and a Garrett Oakley and some of these offensive linemen too, right, that are going to be taking the roles of, you know, Cooper moving on, KT Leviston, Hayden Gillum, et cetera. This is an opportunity to get a lot of those young guys that are going to be key starters next year, key contributors, playing time, get them a lot of first team practice reps leading up to a bowl and, uh, and you know, springboard the offense into 2024. To me, like after the Iowa State game Saturday night, I couldn't have been less excited thinking about the bowl game, to be honest. I would have been excited at 9-3 and three with a chance to 10 wins, and then the loss to Iowa State sucked all the energy that I had out of a bowl. But then getting wind that Avery Johnson's going to be the starter, that he's going to get all the reps, it's kind of a – it brings excitement back to me because that's the one thing at the end of 2023 season. If he does well and the offense looks good and you see a lot of exciting things, that's the one thing that can bring my energy back up and – and I'll be excited for the 2024 season. But I, I think this is for the best for both parties. Will Will's going to get a really nice payday in the portal through NIL. And um, yeah, I think a lot more. Everybody's heard Notre Dame's interested. That could be a potential destination. Nebraska seems interested as well. There's going to be a lot of a lot of schools that want to jump on Will Howard. He's a four-year veteran quarterback with good numbers and uh, has been through a lot of things. So Will will get a good landing spot. And K State's got a, a stud at quarterback and Avery Johnson that we knew this was like, we knew this was going to be a decision at the end of the year, and in a way it became maybe a little bit easier to digest because of the season that K State had. Right? I mean, eight and four, it would have been a, a bigger dilemma to me, guys. And I don't know if you're in the same boat, but if K State goes ten and two and goes to the Big Twelve championship or wins the Big Twelve again, like how do you push you know Will out? Like how do you choose Avery over Will at that point? A two-time defending Big 12 champ or at least two-time participant. So in a way, this the way this season went, 
made it kind of easier to digest to me. I don't know if you really disagree. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I would disagree only because I think if if Will Howard had played well enough for them to be ten and two, he's probably going to the NFL. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe you know, there's there's probably like a sweet spot there where where that could occur. Um, I I I see the merit in both sides of that argument, but um, the other the other thing I was going to mention, there was the the guy out there. I don't. It was some reporter. I don't. I can't remember if he covered Mississippi State or if it was more of a national guy who was mentioning Mississippi State as a good fit because he referenced the stat that like Will was great off of play action and then he threw out like Jeff Levy's use of play action. Here, here's my advice. Like I will I go wherever makes you happy, man. And I, I will root for you. If it's Nebraska, I won't root for the team, but I'll root for you personally. But like don't go to Nebraska. Don't go to Mississippi State. For the sake of your career, don't don't go play for Jeff Levy. Jeff Levy <laughs> we're hiring Jeff Levy as a goddamn head coach. Like what I don't Oklahoma fans didn't want Jeff Levy to be their offensive coordinator. Yeah. And we're hiring him to be a head coach. And then like Nebraska, I mean, that's just, that's been an elephant graveyard of quarterbacks for like a decade now. I just, I, Notre Dame, go do it, man. Go live it up. Go do the thing at, at Notre Dame. I would, I would fully endorse that. I see DY cringing a little bit, but like, man, that that's an awesome opportunity. That's an awesome opportunity. Go, go get it. my friend. What, what do you, so first of all, the, like the Jeff Levy thing, Will is one of the best dudes we've ever met. Best teammate, classy dude. There's no way he's going to go play for a guy like Jeff Levy to, to play for Arb Riles' uh, yeah. uh, son-in-law. Yeah, but but Dy, are you cringing at the Notre Dame thing? Like, what do you what do you think? Like, you you think that maybe is too much pressure for for Will? May you know? I, I'm curious. Do you think there's a spot, like kind of a sweet spot for him? Yeah, I just I want him to go somewhere where it's a. Uh, what I don't know how to say it. Somewhere it's a little bit easier on him, right? Like, if Kansas State seemed like a pressure cooker for him at times. Yeah, I, I would worry a little bit about that. I also like to root against Notre Dame too. In addition, in Nebraska, I'd I'd like to I want to root for Will. So, uh, you know, maybe you could just go out to Pitt or something. Although Pitt just fired their offensive coordinator, and Arduzzi's not a great. What I will say, just yeah, the, wouldn't suggest that either. Will wouldn't <laughs> suggest that either. Would not suggest that. They got they got Kenny Pickett in the NFL. 
What I will say is that if the the responses to some of the tweets that announced Will's entry into the transfer portal are any indication, apparently he's going to have his pick of the litter. Because I've seen a high, hey, Ohio State fans in there. Like, D.Y., I saw somebody comment, Buckeye. That's like, oh my gosh, man, Kyle McCord's getting benched for Will. What do you see those career numbers and, and probably what some teams, I mean, I hate to use this word, but it's kind of like with some of those transfer portal quarterbacks last year when teams are so desperate for that older quarterback to kind of, they just think needs to get him over the hump. And some of these guys, I don't know, perceptions can sometimes be inflated. No. Well, our one to Big 12, any uh, Big 12 with Texas and Oklahoma. So, look, he can play um, in the right situation, right system. I just, I guess now I, I want to treat him with almost kid gloves now because I don't want him to fail. Yeah. Oh, you look at like North Carolina. North Carolina is going to lose Drake May. Like, you know, there, there's going to be a ton of suitors out there for an experienced quarter like, like Will. Like, he'll end up in a great spot. And uh, hopefully K-State ends up in a great spot with Avery Johnson, too, and it just ends, out work, ends up working well for both parties. So, yeah. College football is just weird now that we have to, like, and I'm not even saying it's a bad weird. In, way, in some ways, it's a good weird. We were just talking about, like, the kind of content that you're able to organically be able to provide fans now throughout the offseason is, bar none, nothing that we've ever had in college football because of stuff like this with the transfer portal. So, like, but it's an interesting dynamic that we have to navigate as well because, and I can't imagine what the Kansas State coaches were going through, right? Like, oh, we have Will Howard, you have Avery Johnson, and you almost got to pick one. Is, is there a dilemma with D.Y. with, uh, or maybe a fear next year? You have Jacob Knuth, who we know they really like. He'll be the number two. But you don't have really a, I mean, your backup to him is Blake Barnett, right? So, like, yeah, but that would be even back in the day. That was normal, right? Your third string to beat the true freshman. Like, do you think they have to like minimize the risk though of running like Avery, you know, and be cautious of that, given the the lack? I think you're always going to have to do that, especially with the game. I mean, Will Howard was banged up at at one point this year. He's been banged up before. Now he was tough and played a lot through all of that, but look at. It's just you can play play that way if you want, like to avoid injury and stuff. But you're going to have injuries. So it's, it's football is football at this point. Look at look at we've talked about this, but like look at the Big Twelve this year. How many teams didn't have a quarterback injury? Yeah, yeah. But by the way, it's a nice Chris Kleiman reference there. Football is football. Um, Jacob Jacob Knuth, I just like was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, uh, I'm, we're going to see him play next year. He'll play, I'm sure. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not like wishing injury on anybody, but it's just, I mean, look at K State football for the last 20 years, and look at college, like you said, the Big 12 this year. Like Knuth is going to play. Yeah, college football. Look at look at the NFL. How many how many how many quarterbacks haven't got hurt in the NFL this year? Yeah, you're right, John. Knuth's going to play when Avery Johnson's kicking the shit out of people in the fourth quarter. Okay. But 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 it's funny that when you sit here and talk about oh it's Kansas State oh it's the Big Twelve like in the NFL like is what is there five teams that haven't lost their starting quarterback for at least a game right, right. now wow. like you we're, we're putting all these different you know why part of it's why and I'm going off of the tangent here how many games when we were growing up did we play college football nine or ten before the bowl game eleven at most now we're playing fourteen fifteen games a year 
what what do we think of Knuth? How how ready is he to be a, a contributor next year? Because he all of a sudden is you know he's, he's, older, been, he's I, older than Avery Johnson. He should be ready. Yeah, well he he's slid under the radar. I think a lot of people probably don't know much about him because Rubley had a lot of hype. Well, he was uh, a offer at a high school to Kansas State, and he picked Minnesota instead. But what I would say is, if you, now we we look back and you know hindsight's twenty twenty, how great of a decision was that by Colin Klein and Chris Kleiman to take him out of the transfer portal well, last year. So uh, I, I like Canute, John. I, I think Canute can be a really nice player. He's by the way, by the way, he's number twenty one. Yeah, I'm gonna need to change the number. I don't like that. Yeah, we can't do that. Do we get how how quickly do we give Avery Johnson number seven and? It's a little bit of a touchy subject because number seven is currently Adrian Laura. Well, that'll be gone too. So uh, three K-State quarterbacks in all likelihood gone from uh, current. Like again, I would just, people don't freak out about that. Like that's the reality. I mean, like of course Jake Rubley wanted to go somewhere else. Like what, you know, he wasn't, he, uh, Knuth was, stood a good chance. You know, if, if Rubley had stayed, is he even guaranteed the backup? Like it might, it might've been Knuth. So like, yeah. And Adrian Lara is just kind of buried. You just, that's what you have to do. You got to record, recruit quarterbacks every year and you have to just keep churning them out because that's, that's how it's going to work in, in today's game with NIL and, and the transfer portal. Well, credit, credit to Knuth for willing to take the chance knowing Avery Johnson was in this program and coming in and taking this spot. And he's a red shirt freshman now. So he'll have three years left after this year. Um, you know, he, he may have to ride behind Avery for a couple of years, and then he's only got one year to really play as the true starter. I mean, uh, that's a big leap of faith that he made to come to K-State, but he wanted to get away from that loser, P.J. Flack. Who can blame him? Uh, very, very true. I can't even imagine, dude. Um, and I guess you hope that, you know, he's the – you hope that he's the Jason B- – he can be like a Jason Bean kind of guy that can be a really solid backup if, if and when you need him. That's that's kind of laid the blueprint for uh, how you would want your backup quarterback to be, act, and and perform. I'll, I'll definitely give Jason Bean credit for that. You know what? Opening up that South Dakota pipeline, he was the number one ranked player in South Dakota, right? And then the DY, the offensive lineman uh, coming in, is the number one ranked player in South Dakota. It's choosing to walk on. I, I can't remember how his name's pronounced. Navarro Shumke. There we go. John, we are owning the state of South Dakota. It's going to become a prominent place. They're going to all want to come to Manhattan. Bring on the Black Hills. Yeah. Love that. Love that. The Black Hills to the Flint Hills. Oh, man. Man. I'm beyond the Mount Rushmore of Kansas State. I'm also, I'm I'm very much. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very, hey, you guys are on fire right now. <laughs> Stand out of the way. Uh, I'm very much on board, though, with this does get me much more interested in the bowl game now. I am much more interested in the bowl game to watch. Avery, because here's my, it, this is my only thought I have. Will Colin Klein please cut Avery Johnson loose now? He'll have to. He'll have to, John, and that's why part of why I'll be excited too. You can't, especially if they're down to one or two quarterbacks for the bowl game. You can't be running Avery 15, 20 times in that bowl game. So he's got to have the full playbook, and he's got to be able to throw the football a decent amount. 